Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. If you hear some background noise, that's because Doug has is on his way out of the park and is apparently walking past the bullpen with their live music going on. The Nationals 2-1 over the Phillies tonight in National Park. A dominant outing by Max Scherzer. We'll start there, Doghouse. Hopefully Dave from the District Sports page is going to be calling in any second now. There he is. Doghouse, we'll start with you. Max Scherzer on the mound, 175 ERA, 201 FIP and 56 and two-thirds innings pitch before tonight. Two earned runs in 14 innings and two starts versus the Phillies this season. Coming off an 11K outing versus the Padres in Petro Park. Gives up a run early on a, uh, a Dubal Herrera double in the second. one nothing at that point. 1-1 one, one after Harper ties it up through five and a half. Max Scherzer singles, scores from first eighth as of a double. 2-1 to one at that point, plus speed for Max Scherzer. Seven innings on 97 pitches, six Ks. Back out for the eighth, a 13-pitch frame, 110 total. Out gets six Ks in the game, scores the winning run. They always say that a triple is the most exciting play in baseball, but I think a pitcher trying to score from first is right up there. It's a great night by Max Scherzer all around. Yeah, that that, that easily qualifies as second most exciting, I think, uh, especially given that crazy route he, he took uh, from second. And I, I was just crossing my fingers that he touched third base on the way. Maybe that was why it was so wonky getting, getting the first there. He was sort of taking a weird stutter step to hit the bag. But as, as far as dominant outings go, this is one of the weirdest outcomes, I think, based both on what you would expect from the respective lineups coming in and the relative performance over the course of the game. Because coming into it, you think, okay, match 5-1, to 4-0, to something like that. Based on how they pitch, you think maybe the other way around, especially if it's a warmer night than it was tonight. Because Scherzer was giving up a lot of hard contact. At some points, he yeah. was uh, he was struggling to throw strikes. Uh, there were a lot of uh, hard hit balls that were going to the track. You know, both those uh, the, the doubles were, were hard hit fly balls. Uh, stuff that was going out to the wall. Stuff that got over Stan's head. Come on, how does this happen? Uh, but somehow, over the course of that, he only gives up one run and eight winning. So. I mean, pitching right is one thing, but living right is another one. And uh, we, have, we had a little bit of one and a whole lot of the other today. Uh, a, a good outing. I, I'm not quite sure how we did it. It's possible Scherzer might be a witch. I'm just glad he's on our side. <laughs> Those eyes definitely give him away as a witch, I'm sure. Dave, uh, our friend Andrew Simon from MajorMLB.com tweeted after the after Scherzer was done, first nine starts with the Nats, 167 ERA, 201 FIP, and 64 and two-thirds, nine walks, 72 Ks, three home runs allowed. Looks like this might have been a good investment on the Nationals' part, and Scherzer did it all tonight. Yeah, you know, they, they say that uh, the good pitchers find a way to win when they don't have their good stuff, and I don't know if Scherzer didn't have his good stuff or not, but... Uh, um, a guy that pitched eight innings and only gave up five base runners uh, and one earned run, uh, it's hard to complain with that type of uh, that type of performance, regardless of how he got the job done. Um, I thought the most impressive thing was after his uh, uh, his little jaunt around the bases that uh, that he comes right back out in the next inning and goes one two three on the Phillies. So um, yeah. that, that's really a, a testament to his um, to his conditioning and stamina to begin with. But uh, um, but just his. Uh, um, his 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 good baseball sense. I mean, he uh, um, he he ran hard. Uh, the, you know, the entire way that he thought the ball was in play, um, had to stop to make sure it wasn't caught, and then got back on his pony again. And then 
uh, comes right out and shuts him down the next inning. So, um, you know, if, if this, uh, um, you know, if, if this is his performance when when he's getting hit around a little bit, I think the Nats will take it every day and twice on Sunday. Yeah, Sean O'Sullivan on the mound, doghouse, six earned run and six earned runs and eleven innings pitched and back to back starts with the Nats in April. DL'd after the second one with left knee tendonitis, back in, for two starts before tonight's. But he's winless on the road since 2011, 0-4 with an 8-4-4 ERA in road starts. Gives up Harper's 16th uh, home run in the first at-bat of the second. Shoulder high heater outside to the left field corner, 1-1 at that point. Harper's 16th. You think there's anywhere safe you can pitch Harper at this point? It would be up and away in that right-hand corner. He was trying to dot that, the whole at-bat, from what they showed on pitch track. But Harper went up and finally got one. I guess he got tired of him trying to throw it up there, so he said he can hit him out there as well. Well, as, as I recall from what you, you were saying from the, the Mets announcers, that's where the hole in his swing is. And if, if that's what a hole in his swing qualifies as, you know, heaven forbid you ever find the middle of the plate with Harper. But, yeah, that that was a, a, a tough pitch to go get, and he, and he got it. I mean, granted, it, it wasn't up by much. And let's, let's renew my, my objection from earlier in the season that Harper isn't hitting his home runs far enough lately. That, that was just barely into the flower box. Come on, hit him a few rows back. A wall scraper. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> considering he sort of flipped it the other way with two strikes, uh, we got to give him some credit there. But also, I, I think we got to give some credit to to uh, some guy I've never heard of here. I guess I have heard of him now, O'Sullivan, who actually he, he's got his ERA down in the threes, and he handled the Nets pretty well tonight. You know, two runs over what? Uh, how long is he in there? Seven innings, six, uh, uh, a quality start, and six innings. Yeah, he really, yeah, he had the match out off balance all night. This was sort of the classic Cy what's his name performance that you kind of wail and gnash your teeth that the Nats put together against pitchers sometimes. But you know, he was doing a pretty good job with not that much stuff. So uh, I'll tip my cap to him, and I'm just glad that the Nats were able to put together two runs instead of one. Dave Bryce Harper on the last home stand, ten for twenty-two, six home runs in six games, two for seven, two home runs in three games after the home run in the second, three thirty-six, four seventy-five, seven fifty line on the year after tonight's game. Just really amazing run Bryce Harper's on now. He's leading the Nationals offensively at least, really doing everything he needs to do out there. And that home run tonight really just a pitch he shouldn't hit out basically. Shoulder high fastball, like I said, outside, and he just tucks it in the left field corner. He's just got ridiculous natural power. I mean, he's got power to all fields. Um, you know, we, we saw it last week where he took the um, the low outside off-speed pitch and flipped it over the left field wall. Um, and tonight, you, like you mentioned, we saw him go get a, a high outside pitch and do the same thing. It's just it's ridiculous to watch him um, on an everyday basis have this type of success. Um, it, it seems like. You know, on one hand, it seems like it's been a long time coming, but uh, on the other hand, the kid's only 22 and has never faced a pitcher younger than him. So, um, you know, the, the, the daily development that we're getting to see here uh, from Bryce Harper, the home runs, the walks, the uh, taking pitches where they're, where they're thrown to him, um, all that type of stuff, it's just uh, it's really remarkable to see. Um, if, he can, if he can rain down um, his, his ire at umpires and, and manage to stay in more <laughs> ball games to their completion, I think that's probably the, the last knock on, on him as, as a ball player. So um, just it, it's a treat to watch him every night. I hope, um, I hope even casual national fans realize just how good 
that this kid is already, um, and, and and to know that he's that he's five to six years away from his prime. So still, uh, at this no point, the last flaw in his game is getting ejected. <laughs> that's what I said on Twitter after the home run. You can't stop him. You can only eject him. And I'll just add that I think there was th- three hotheads involved in that last one, and Matt Williams chirping at the umpire might have actually resulted in Harper getting tossed in that one, though he certainly didn't seem to help his situation. And I think all, most of the blame goes to the umpire in that one at least. But going back to you, Doghouse, Max Scherzer scored the go-ahead run and Ian Desmond double, one for three with the RBI double, seven-game hit streak after that, 10 for 29 after his sixth-inning double. I wrote yesterday and got a lot of uh, – sarcastic, I should put it, comments about Ian Desmond when I wrote about him possibly heating up at the plate. Matt Williams said he saw signs. Desmond going to center like he has with a few of the home runs recently, right center or center field, double to center again tonight off the wall. If it wasn't for that high wall out there, he would have had another home run. Are we seeing good signs that Ian Desmond is finally warming up here and starting to turn around at the plate? Yeah, I I think we are. You know, Ian Desmond is a, a streaky hitter. He is not really a high-contact guy. He's not a patient guy. We know he has the skills to do both, but it's not what he does best. He's an all-or-nothing kind of hitter, and his all is a lot of all. You see how far his home runs go. You see how hard hit his base hits can be. And it, it, it's just a matter of contact and babbit and timing. And if he gets in the groove, it, it's going to be terrifying for opposing pitchers. Uh, when he's not in the groove, it's terrifying for the home fans. And, you know, that, that's where we've been for a lot of the season so far. But we've seen some good signs. Like you say, uh, the power to center is e- enormous. He's hitting his home runs there uh, about as far as Harper does. And crazy line drive home runs. But uh, it, it's, it's taming his inclination to swing at everything, uh, it's narrowing down the part of the zone that he's going after, and getting that solid contact and getting into a groove where he can be consistent with it. Uh, I think it could happen, and quite frankly, I think a lot of the comments about Desmond that that we see are a little bit overblown, like he's some aging slugger falling off the cliff like (laughs) Brian Howard. But, uh, you know, this this is – it's still a contract year, and I think by the end of the year uh, it will make a qualifying offer seem pitifully low. As much, as much as we mock Howard for occasion, he was 22 for last 68, 324, 370, 632 coming into this game, four doubles, a triple, five home runs in the last 19 games. So at least he's picking it up, having a late career resurgence here. Maybe he'll play well enough to get himself traded to a contending team, but Ruben Amaro Jr. seems averse to trading even his aging superstars at this point unless he can get a really lopsided deal. So we'll see what goes on with that. But, Dave, it wouldn't be us if we didn't uh, nitpick a little bit about this game, a fantastic game all around by Scherzer. They don't score too many runs. But my real problem here, Michael Taylor comes on as a pinch hitter after a Clint Robinson uh, single in the seventh inning. Taylor has a little weird uh, – approach to getting off of first base and taking a lead there really leans and kind of steps towards second like he's a track star getting ready to run there gets picked off in that position tonight a pinch hit appearance a pinch running appearance in the seventh is really the only thing you can't do is get picked off of first there and he managed to do it yeah you're absolutely right and we've said it a couple of times on this show that uh um the taylor has an awful lot of raw talent power and speed but um, but he still is a work in progress as far as major league player goes. Um, your description of, of the way that he takes the lead at first base is very apt. He um, gets into a, a sprinter stance, and, and it makes it very difficult 
um, to get back to first if you're not completely familiar with the pitchers that you're running against. And, and right now he just simply isn't. I mean, he hasn't had enough major league time. I haven't seen all these pitchers' moves, and especially a pitcher like, um, you know, like, like we saw tonight. You just can't take, um, you can't take those risks. Um, late in the inning and late ball games like that. I mean, if he's going to, um, this is something that the Nationals is going to have to work with him on, um, either changing his stance or, or getting getting him to take less of a of a lead or or, or whatnot. But um, but that's just you just cannot do that um, late in a one run ball game. Yeah, I can't remember who the pitcher was the other night, but someone kept on throwing over there for him too when they saw him doing that, and he came close to getting picked off a few times last time. Uh, that happened in another pinch running appearance. So you've got to figure something out with that and can't have that happen in a close game when you could use a base runner on there. But still 2-1 after 8, doghouse. Drew Storen comes on for save number 13, continues the D.C. closer tradition of making it interesting, puts two runners on, but then goes to work against Adubel Herrera, the Nats killer, strikes him out with a high fastball to end it. Strands 2, 2-1 Nationals, Storen, Looked solid there. Maybe he didn't have the usual command that he did, but get save number 13. Yeah, I, I don't think we have too much uh, that we can really complain about Soren's appearance there. Sure, he didn't strike strike out three in a row, which, as always, is my ideal relief appearance. But, uh, you know, Utley manages to drop in a Texas leaguer. We, we get a, a ground ball with eyes that is almost exactly between and deflected by uh, Espinosa and Desmond. Um you know, the the, the Babbitt gods will, will frown at you sometimes, and that's kind of what happened there. But he came back and got that third out with a strikeout, so they, it didn't matter in the end. Uh, I think Storen has shown us a lot of good stuff tonight uh, so far this season, and uh, I, I, I hope he keeps bearing down and giving us consistent performances like this. Although i, I got to say, if, if we're getting back to nitpicking, I was – a little surprised to see Scherzer come back out for the eighth. We have a fresh yeah. uh It's it's a one-run game, and he'd been giving up, like like we said earlier in the podcast, a lot of hard-hit balls. And you're coming back against the top of the order. You don't want to see something go over the fence for uh, for his his last uh, last at bat of the game or his last batter face. So I, I I'm a little dubious on uh, Maddie's management there. Certainly it worked out, so clearly he knows more than I am or has has more ins with the Babbitt gods than I do. But uh, that was yeah. – you got a fresh bullpen, use those big arms. Although it's possible that Barrett might have been worn out from his uh, stare down after the, uh, after the National Anthem. Uh, Dave, since he mentioned that, I will bring it up. What do you think of these uh... – Aaron Barrett now two for two and zero oh in post anthem standoff beats Aaron Harang tonight. They loaded Aaron Harang humorously, in my opinion. The orangutan loads up with the catcher's gear. Uh, are they going to put an end to these things pretty quickly, or is it so uh, infrequent that Major League Baseball will kind of ignore it and just accept it for the fun it is? Uh, I'm against fun, 100% against fun. <laughs> I, I hope somebody puts a stop to it, whether it's the or their managers, or or somebody with good sense. Maybe one of their wives can talk them into it. I mean, it's just <laughs> silly. I mean, it's just absolutely silly. So as the resident anti-fun person, I'm against it, and, and I'm going to do all I can to lobby against it. <laughs> uh, 18 and 4 in the, in the last 22. That's the best 22-game run since the relocation in 2005, according to the Nationals after the game. 
six straight wins, 25 and 17 on the year after the win tonight. Two more with the Phillies coming up, 4 o'clock tomorrow, just so everyone knows, and no one waits for a 7 o'clock game. Two to one tonight in the nation's capital. That's nightly sponsored by the District Sports page and federalbaseball.com. We'll talk to both of you guys tomorrow night. Don't ask.